Hello, Momentum Millionaires. It's Nettie Owens, and welcome to the Momentum Millionaire Show. Here, you will learn to take your business that you've created and make it work for you so that you can free your time and create more impact. Today, I am excited to introduce Jennifer McGinley to you, um, and this is continuing our series on business lessons learned from life's adventures. So I'm excited to have, uh, have Jennifer here to talk about things that she's learned just along the way that have impacted how she does business and uh, hopefully something that she says will strike a chord with you and, uh, and you can think about other places that you pick up lessons that you can apply to your business. Um, so before the show, we were talking just a little bit, Jennifer, about, um, about a trip that you took. And so I'd love to dig into that. Um, you, you went abroad. Can you tell me more about where you went? And um, let's just start there. So where did you go? Yes, I studied abroad. I was a junior in college. And um, though I was an English lit major and I should have gone to England and studied in London or Scotland maybe for more literature, I knew the weather was not going to work for me. I need sun. And so I decided that... Um, you know, Provence in France would be appropriate. And I was, you know, studying French at the time as well. So I studied in Avignon for about five months. And uh, during the spring break there, we were able, a group of us went to Switzerland, Italy, and Greece. And it was the most magical five, six months of my life. Um, and yeah, I'll never forget it. It was, uh, I ended up teaching English to some Catholic school children over there. It just kind of fell into my lap. And so, I was able to make money while I was over there, as well as studying history, economics, um, and all of the other, really the four requirements I needed, um, art history, which was phenomenal. So um, I'm actually going to backtrack a little bit. So this, this trip, I didn't realize this when we were, when we were uh, first talking about it, but this trip happened when you were in college. What yeah. made you decide you wanted to study abroad in the first place? Yes, I, I wanted adventure, and I knew... France was just a place I'd always wanted to go. A trip back in high school was canceled. Um, but this was literally, this was a goal of mine. And I was the only one out of my group of friends to even want an adventure. But literally, I did everything myself. Signed up for the program, got all the recommendations, orchestrated the whole thing. And my parents and my dearest friends were at JFK Airport at the end of January um, to just say good voyage to me. Um so it was, it was amazing. And I did go back a year ago with my daughter, too, which will help kind of tie in, you know, where you're going to go with the purpose of me talking about the story as well. I'm already uh, seeing so many connections that you can apply uh, in business. <laughs> I mean, just first of all, having that vision and that goal of where you yeah. wanted to go. So that's huge. Yeah, but Absolutely. Like you didn't just follow the path, right? Everybody, nobody else was going on a study abroad. No. But you mm -mm. created your own path. Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. excited because I had no idea this was the direction that yeah. things would go in. Yeah, this was just, I was very, very goal-oriented goal even back then. But if I had an inkling of something and something in my mind, I just knew that I had to do it. And um, my parents were extremely supportive. Um, financially, they did help me. And um, I'm ever forever grateful. It, it will, it will, it, it has been such a remarkable impact on my entire life. And 
I really see my daughter doing the same thing, and she already has a love of Europe, um, just like I do. It's, it gives you the opportunity to get outside of, outside of your comfort zone. You need to be flexible. You need to be open-minded, and you really need to be inclusive of all cultures. Um, in fact, I just took her to Manhattan this past weekend, um, and we like to be in Chelsea and different small neighborhoods. And what that is, it's about being creative. It's about thinking outside the box. You don't hear a lot of English when you go to New York City sometimes, which I love. I love hearing languages from all around the world, which in France, it's the same way wherever you go. I love when I just have to think on my feet quickly and pivot. And it's not always um, something that I've always been good at being flexible, but it makes me be flexible. And my daughter is so flexible already in terms of pivoting. And if there's one you know, one thing called food, you have to pivot. In fact, um, in New York City this weekend, not to digress, but there was a huge power outage, which actually ended up being breaking news. When we got to Broadway, everybody was standing outside. So we had to make lemonade. And I said, we need to get Uber back for safety just because we didn't know what was going to happen. And we went out for dessert that night and talked about how sad we were to miss a Broadway show, but we'd figure it out another time. And so you know, facing disappointment, facing fear and failure and pivoting is something that I think everyone needs to know, especially being an entrepreneur. So it was very good education all those years ago up to now. So you, my gosh, that's like a whole year's worth of lessons. And we could dive into I know. any one of Sorry. these pivoting and creativity and stepping outside your comfort zone yeah. and learning yeah. a different language, like really putting yourself where your clients yeah. are and, and prospects and understanding their yeah. world. I mean, like we could go Absolutely. on and on and on. So c coming back to this study abroad experience for you, um, have there been times in your business that you have kind of used that um, experience um, in a, in a particular situation that you've faced with your business? I think the best thing is being a good listener. Um, I think as I've aged, I've become a much, a much better listener. But I think, too, if I was talking to a colleague in Geneva, Switzerland, we, we could only do it by a Zoom call. Um, but I had met her on LinkedIn. Um, I had, Most of my clients are either in the Midwest or um, in, in the Northeast away from me. So the skill that I need the most is listening and respect and meeting them where they are to help them reach their goals. Mm -hmm. And those are things that you felt like you developed while yeah. in yes. France. Yes, just absolutely being open-minded, listening to them and understanding where they are in their head and what they're hoping to achieve in the future. Mm -hmm. So... What might you recommend, you know, if, uh, if people are, they have this vision for themselves, there's somewhere they want to go, it's something they want to do, but there's no path. I mean, that's something like that I definitely see as a lesson that was in here. What would you recommend? How would you suggest they go about it? I, I definitely think if there's something, this burning desire that you have to reach a certain goal or do something with your life, do it now. Don't be reckless, of course, but you do need to plan. And I think um, planning is something that gives you energy, motivation, and focus, especially if it's traveling abroad in a year. Well, you start reaching out to people you know, you get some advice, you start doing research, you save your money in a jar and start budgeting every month. 
I think those are the things that can make you more excited and motivated and inspired to reach a goal. I always say, don't, you know, take a dream and turn it into a goal. A dream to me is something that you're, it's, it might be fleeting. It's just something that is more magical. But I think when you kind of flip the switch and turn it into a goal, it's a little bit more of um, an end game or a deadline. I think when we set deadlines for ourselves, um, and I'm that way, I love deadlines. I'm much more productive um, to set a deadline and achieve it. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of advice I would recommend. So set a deadline, have, have the big dream, but you know, break it down into something. And, and one of the things that we talk about in momentum is this idea of a rear view vision. So seeing where you want to go and then stepping, taking the steps backwards to imagine how it is you achieved that. And it sounds like that's kind of what you did here is you saw where you wanted to go and Mm -hmm. then you started, you know, working back. Well, I needed this yeah. money to do it. I need to know people. I need to know about the place. I need to know about the programs. And you just kind of worked your way back until you exactly. had all the pieces, and then you set yeah. out to, um, to to take action on them. Exactly. How long did it take you? I think you said it at the at the beginning. How long did it take you from the time that you decided I'm going to study abroad to being at the airport at JFK? Yeah, I guess I would say. It's almost like applying applying to college that you need to apply maybe six, eight, nine months out. So I would say it was second semester junior year. So probably the summer prior to junior year, I probably had and I, I had deadlines and I had to meet with you know um, all of my counselors at school um, and get recommendations. So there were deadlines all along the way. Um, and essays to write, and just like anything else, whether you're going to, you know, at, to admissions for a program, um, it's the same, really the same protocol. Well, yeah, and, and I'm going to do it. I see another lesson in this, and that is, you know, a lot of times we have a dream, and we want it to be a reality, like right away, right away, we want to be in France studying and all that kind of stuff, but. But, you know, what you're saying here is you had the idea, you had the, de- you made the decision. So, well, let's say you made the decision in like June or July and yeah. then it was January, right? So six yeah. months later before you were on that plane, yeah. which is in one hand, on one hand, not a long time, but on the other yeah. hand, it wasn't instantaneous. It did take going through certain steps to make it happen. So, you know, I, I can definitely see a lesson here about, um, you know, like making the decision of what you're going to do and then making the plan and taking the steps to implement and not getting frustrated. You know, you're not right, supposed right. to take off till January. You don't have to be frustrated yeah. that it's not happening right exactly, now. Exactly. Right. No, but I think instant gratification is not really a good concept all the time. I think, you know, raising children, they want everything now. Well, sometimes setting goals far out and not meeting, you know, having that delayed gratification is healthier mm-hmm. and it's smarter and it's a little bit more of a realistic approach. You know, I wanted, I knew I was going to study abroad in France back in high school or even prior to that because I just had this instant love of everything French and the culture and the language and the people. I, I just knew, I just had a gut feeling that I would feel comfortable there and I do I, and I did and I can't wait to go back again. So tell us that that moment that you set foot in France, realizing that your dream had like become. A, I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about this. Yeah. What was that like? It was amazing for that junior year abroad time. 
the um, woman, the director administrator of the school, got on the bus. I think we flew in, I think we were in Marseille and further south of France. And she said, I just want you to know from here on out, no English will be spoken. And all of us were like, oh my goodness. So that was the best immersive program I could ever imagine. And I actually did get in trouble because in the hallways and the stairwells, she heard me speak English and I got in trouble. And the next day, 12 hours later, I had to memorize a poem in French. And I used to know it by heart. Now I don't know. It, it was La Rose. I forget what it was. It was this beautiful poem. Um, and I, I put it in my scrapbook. But, you know, I made a mistake and spoke spoke French. And she called me out on it. And I'll never forget that, too. That's such a great lesson um, to learn a language. And everyone in that village knew we were students and wouldn't let us speak English either. I wish we had started with this because I can just imagine, you know, there are times when you're in business and you, uh, you have that plan, you have the goal, you have the plan. And in order to get there, you have to immerse yourself in, uh, uh, in that experience. And so, and we're not willing to do that. Like immersion, learning everything you possibly can about a particular topic in order yeah. to move yourself forward to become the expert and really get yourself yeah. into that. And we give ourselves this, like, you know, pass to get out of that. Yeah. So what would it be like? You know, you came away from that experience from having met amazing people, uh, yeah. teaching English in, to Catholic school children, which you probably could not have done if you didn't know French as well as you did right. at that point, yeah. Uh, yeah. meeting amazing people, going places, all doors that were open because you immersed yourself in that experience. Yeah. So how many yeah. times are we shortchanging ourselves by not fully engaging and cutting off, you know, from all the other things that could distract us, but fully engaging in the experience, not speaking English, just speaking the language that's going to get us to our goals. Oh my goodness gracious. Jennifer, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, it was, it was a luxury. I, I, um, so fortunate and so grateful, but I, I literally carpe diemed that whole trip, and literally, I was dreaming in French. I was writing six-page French literature papers in French, so to give yourself that time of immersion, whether it's as an entrepreneur, as a language student abroad, you know, we think of it as a luxury, but, but it's not. I think when you want to focus on something, and like being a part of your mastermind group or going on a retreat for you with the retreats that you host. I love that opportunity to focus so strategically on one thing and then I think um, succeed at it. And I think as an entrepreneur, we don't give ourselves enough time and it's not a luxury. It's actually something we really need to do often. I could not agree more. And uh, just because you mentioned it, I'm going to, I'm going to share the link or just share where you can go to find out about those things. Um, uh, check out for the retreat, go to sapariconsulting.com or momentumaccountability.com. Either one will get you there. You can see the link in the top uh, right-hand corner of all the things that are available. Look for launch, and that is your chance to disconnect and just focus on making yeah. the plan. Um, Jennifer, how can people get in touch with you? Tell us, um, you know, what do they need to do to reach out if they're looking for PR support if for themselves, for their agency, for their a nonprofit that they're affiliated with? What do they do? Yeah, so, you know, with the 25 experience, 25 years of experience I have in PR, I love leaders and CEOs and small organizations as well. I want to help them connect to the communities that they want to serve. And so if you want some more help with that, 
contact me on LinkedIn, Jennifer McClure McGinley. And then you can email me at jlmstrategiccommunications at gmail.com, as well as my website, jlmstrategiccommunications.com. Awesome. And I'm going to put those links in the description of our podcast today. So you'll have access to just click on them and get right to Jennifer. Thank you guys so much. Um, if you loved this interview today and you'd like more, um, we go live in Facebook every week uh, in the Momentum Millionaire Network. That's where these uh, recordings happen. And you can see the backstage uh, that's happening. So I would encourage you uh, to check that out. If you would like to a chance to not only set goals, but to be held accountable to making sure that they get done, I would invite you to check out Momentum Insiders. You can get to it easily by going to creatingmomentumprogram.com slash insider. Uh, that's creatingmomentumprogram.com slash insider and join the Momentum Insider program. I go live every single week with everyone in the group to set their goals and intentions for the week, um, along with sharing insights from any of my studies on organization, productivity, science, goal setting, achievement, entrepreneurship, and everything else that I do to build my life and business around these ideas. Um, so I would encourage you to check it out and join in the group. Thank you again so much, Jennifer, for joining in. And uh, we'll see who's on next week.